And good morning to, or good afternoon, I should say, to Scott Sharp. Good afternoon, yeah, yeah. Mor- morning's well past by now. It's, uh, oh, we're yeah. right in the thick of it in the afternoon. We, we are. <laughs> How exciting. Scott Sharp, I believe a gardening competition is coming up. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. It's, uh, it's the Newcastle Garden Awards. Um, a fellow called Michael Edwards is trying to get this off the ground. And uh, because he is involved in real estate, he's out there and he just sees that Newcastle has so many beautiful gardens. Uh, and look, they don't have to be, you know, big sort of luscious like Palace of Versailles type, you know, gardens. He's, he sees lots of different gardens, you know, small gardens, veranda gardens. So he decided to start up this competition and he's enlisted uh, a couple of people to judge it, one of them being uh, Judith Sharp. All right, bringing out the big uh, guns. Yeah, the big guns, the howitzers are out and firing away. <laughs> She has then enlisted another stalwart of Newcastle Gardens and uh, Homewares, uh, a fellow by the name of Brian Bird, who used to have a shop called Villa Clone. A lot of people will remember that shop. So, look, I can't imagine these two old dears sitting down and drinking some Chardonnay and judging these gardens. It's going to be very interesting to watch that. But the great thing about the way they're operating this garden competition is it's going to be by photograph, uh, at least for this first year. Uh, so you don't have to be worried about people coming out to your yard and having a look around. You submit photos. Uh, there's going to be different categories. Uh, and uh, Jude and Brian are going to sit down and go through those photos and then uh, come up you know, with the, the finalists and then finally the winner. There's also going to be a People's Choice Award as well. So social media will uh, help us judge that. Now, the competition's already open. It actually opened up last Thursday, but it's going to run uh, until about the 15th of November. Uh, there is an information pack and entry form available, and that is at the www.newcastlesbestgarden.com.au. Uh, it's also in this uh, week's Newcastle Weekly as well. There's an article in there about that if you want to read it, and you'll get that website there. Uh, you'll be able to see about the Newcastle Garden Awards. It looks like a fantastic opportunity because there are a lot of beautiful gardens out there in Newcastle. Uh, there used to be a, a, a big, uh, I remember the Matara Garden Competition back in the day, uh, some fantastic gardens back then, so great to get something up and running again, and uh, with two uh, your sort of uh, judges who know what they're talking about. I'm just imagining them just sitting back and having a big slideshow night. Oh, well, I don't know how long that's going to last, uh, <laughs> with a bottle of Chardonnay anyway with those two, but uh, they'll, they'll give it a fair crack, I'm sure, but we'll get some great results out of that. Uh, and there's going to be some beautiful gardens, and they will be announced on uh, the 25th of November. Right, so anyone can enter, of course? Absolutely, anyone can enter. Uh, it's not just Newcastle, Lake Macquarie, uh, anywhere in the Hunter Valley as well, so just trying to promote gardens uh, in the Hunter Valley area. Right, I might have a, have a crack. <laughs> Look, you can just take a close-up if you want, mate. You can just take a photo of your chilli bush and, and just try and see if there's a very niche category for you to get into. Done. Put some sort of filter on there. It'll be fine. Well, Instagram, <laughs> it's, it's all going to be good. Have you got the emails for us this week? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, look, I've got some people up in Roman Terrace. They're having uh, troubles with some flying foxes up there. Apparently, the sky turns black like a horror movie at about 8pm each night during summer right. uh, as the flying foxes, uh, out they go. And these people have got some tropical fruit trees. There are guavas, lychees, longans, uh, mangoes and mulberries. They want to know how to keep the flying foxes away from their delicious fruit. Uh, and they're talking about doing bird netting, and I think that is the, probably the best way to do it. 
They've also asked, you know, if we're going to net, do we just sort of drape it over the trees or we try and create some sort of frame? And I'm of a mind uh, with flying foxes to try and create some sort of frame because if you just drape it over the tree, they're not silly little buggers. They're quite clever. They'll land on the netting and hold on and then just, you know, destroy your fruit almost through the netting. So uh, best to sort of prop it up and try and keep it away using some poles to poke it out, you know, the netting and prop it up that way and keep it away from the fruit. Look, the other thing that I've seen them do as well is they'll land and they'll sort of crawl in on the ground and go in under the netting and into the, um, the fruit in the tree that way. So probably uh, if you pin the netting tightly down to the ground, that's a great way to keep the flying foxes out as well. So that is a problem at this time of year, especially if you've got mangoes. They can smell them from you know kilometres and kilometres away. So some netting is the best thing to do. Uh, look, last thing as well, it is time to get your basil in the ground. How are you with your basil, mate? You... Uh, I love my basil, but it always shoots up too quickly for me. Well, I've got a, I've got a trick for that as well. Uh, same with coriander. Uh, just keep on going. Go out there and just prune it regularly, just a small amount, and that sort of stops it going to, you know, bolting up to seed and going to flowers. So some regular pruning is the way to go. Uh, sweet basil, of course, is the sort of the most popular one. It's fantastic in any sort of cooking. There's also purple basil, of course, Thai basil. It's fairly aromatic. You can get a perennial basil as well. It doesn't die off as quickly in winter, but it's not really as uh, you know tasty and as aromatic as the sweet basil. So that's usually the best one to get. Uh, plant a few of them. Uh, you know, stagger your planting as well. So but if they do start to go up and get a bit, uh, you know, bitter and, and woody, that you've got something else nice and fresh coming on. So, yeah, time to get your basil in because you've only got a, a certain time to grow it here in Newcastle. Okay, well, why, is, why is there only a certain time? It just gets too cold. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> you, get to, you get to May next year and it's all over Red Rover. So, yeah, get it in the ground now and uh, get it growing so it's nice and tasty for your pasta or whatever you're going to cook. Excellent. We'll, we'll, give, it a, we'll give it a crack. I'll put it next to the, the lemongrass. And take that photo. Look, you'll win this competition, hands oh, yeah. down, by the sense. It's a tropical feast to buy back out. <laughs> it will be. <laughs> so, look, that again, that's the Newcastle Garden Awards, uh, au. Sounds like a really good project. Sounds like someone's already won, too, judging by me. <laughs> <laughs> well, just get that, that, uh, that filtered photo in, you'll be right. Scott Sharp, thank you very much. We'll catch you again next week. Okay, talk to you then.